Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah, Yeshayahu 21a. We are continuing now with a series of Masa'ot, or burdens. These are the burdens which Yeshayahu spoke about regarding the people of God. It was their burden to spread the values of God and fear of Him throughout the world. With each Masa, with each burden that we have read, we showed how Yeshayahu looked at a specific nation and stated how this nation was the responsibility of the Jewish people to teach, both actively and by example, to teach the ideas of God and the values of what we call today ethical monotheism to that nation, and that in some sense the failure of many of these nations was the responsibility of the people of Judah. It was with this idea that we've explained all of the Masa'ot until this point. If you recall, in chapter 18, Ishayahu turns turned his attention to the faraway lands, the lands of Tiltel Kinafayim, the lands beyond the rivers and sea which were reachable only by sail, by boat. And he told us how the word of God must be spread even to these faraway places. Presumably, then he was referring to the lands towards the west of the land of Israel, which were reachable by boat across the Mediterranean Sea. Now, in this upcoming Masa burden, chapter 21, he is turning his attention towards the east, to the faraway lands beyond the known civilizations to the east. Two of the farthest known civilizations to the east of the time were the civilizations of Elam, which is somewhere in modern-day Iran, and Madai, or Media, which is also far to the east in modern-day Iran. These places were typically traveled to by land, and it was known in the time of Ishayahu that these lands were vast plains and full of people, many of whom were powerful tribes. Isaiah, Ishayahu would have known that these tribes and peoples were sometimes warlike and would ride their horses into battle sometimes against the civilizations that were closer to the land of Israel, such as Elam and Madai, which bordered these faraway, unknown lands. I don't believe this upcoming chapter, which we're about to read, is necessarily discussing a particular historical event. But rather, Yeshayahu is describing the confrontation between the known civilizations, which Yeshayahu would have been somewhat familiar with, and their confrontation with and, and with these nations which were known to him, um, to whom the message of God could conceivably be taught by the Jewish people, and the peoples of the Far East, which Ishayahu would have thought of as primitive, warlike, and violent tribes, as they attacked and confronted the known civilizations with whom he was familiar. I should point out that the understanding of this chapter that I have just began and introduced to you differs greatly from the standard commentaries. Most of the commentaries try to explain this chapter as if it is referring to Babylon and Assyria and various wars it had over the years with Assyria. Some even tried to explain it predicting the fall of the Roman Empire. Others take all sorts of unusual twists and turns as they try to explain this chapter. I believe that most of those understandings sound forced as you read through the words, and many of the words simply don't fit. I also believe that they missed the point. He was not referring to a specific event, but he was referring to the peoples of out there, the peoples out there 
in what he would have seen as the desert, the steppes, the land, and their confrontation with the civilizations with which he was familiar. As we read this together, you can decide if you agree with me. Let's begin with verse 1. Masa midbar yam. The burden of the desert sea. We do find other places where the desert is referred to as being like a sea, the endless, endless desert, or the sea being referred to as like a desert. So Masa Midbar Yam, now he's looking out the desert sea. Kisufot Banegev Lachalof Mi Midbar Ba Me'eretz Nora'ah. Looking out towards the vast sea-like desert that spreads out beyond the civilizations that we know of, there are storms out there, like the sandstorms that come to the familiar Negev desert of Israel. Those storms are coming from a fearsome land out there of which we don't know much. Kasufot banegev lachalof mimid barbo me'eretz nora. Chazut koshehu godly. A terrible vision has been told to me, says Ishayahu. The rebellious people are rebelling. The violent people are being violent. The shodidim, those marauders in the desert, are marauding. Look out and move forward against them, Elam. Ali Elam. He refers to the nation that he was familiar with that was encountering these tribes that are out there in the desert sea. Elam being the faraway nation with which he was familiar with. Tsuri Madai. Lay siege against these people, Madai, Media, another nation which bordered these lands. Kolan Chosohishpati. All of the cries and noise and loudness and racket coming from these lands I have silenced, God says. Meaning, I shall silence when you move against them. Alkain Mal'u Mosnai Ishayahu is looking at these wars, these battles taking place between these wild and um, primitive tribes. It's just in his the way he looked at them. Right? Alkain Mal'u Mosnai He describes the awful trembling and fear generated by the terrible suffering that will be caused. My hips are filled with trembling. I am gripped with pangs of pain. Like the pangs of pain that grip a, a woman in labor. It is, it is awful. It is painful to even listen to these cries that he's seeing in this vision. I am just, it's just awful to even see this, these visions that I'm seeing. To all live my heart. My heart, my soul is confused. I am shuddering in panic. The shaking of panic has taken over me in fear. The night of pleasure that I'm supposed to have, that night of enjoyment and pleasure, of peace, some lila harada has now become for me a time of terror. So Yishayahu points to those people's those nations which should be carrying the message of God, those nations to whom the Jewish people should be giving this message and bringing it out, he tells them, be ready to confront these primitive nations out there. Set the table. Get the table ready. This phrase is often used for get your strategy and plans together. 
Put up your watchmen in the towers. So eat and drink so you can be strong. May the officers and the leaders get up. Grease your shields and get ready for battle against these people. Be ready for the invasion. For so God said to me, God told me, Put up a sentry, put up a watchman. Watch out because they're coming. So that that which he sees, he can tell you when he sees these people coming. And what is he going to see? He's going to see horse riders on horses. Uh, groups or pairs of riders and chariots. He's going to see warriors, soldiers riding donkeys. Riders on camels. And he's going to hear a racket. He's going to hear and he should listen closely and attentively to what he's hearing and what's coming to attack. The next Pasuk, Vayikra Ariyeh, and the lion calls out. Who is this lion? Remember, Yeshayahu is repeating his vision. And in his vision, God told him to tell the people out there of Elam and Modai to set up a lookout over this vast sea, to look out and watch as these hordes and masses of invaders and marauders are coming. The lion is the lookout. That's who the lion is, right? What will the lion call out and to whom is he calling out? To the invaders. And he's saying, I... I'm standing guard and look out for God. Omeid tamid yomam, the God who stands all day, all the time. And I am standing here all day for Him. Bial mishmarti, and on my guard, on only chitzav, nitzav kalalilos, I am standing here all night. That is why I am here. This is how to confront these tribes, to tell them the message of God. There's a God that watches all day. And I am here all day for him. There's a God that watches all night. And I am here on guard and watch for him. Zebon, behold, these, this is coming. The Rechevish, Tzemed Parashim. The riders and the chariots, they're coming. They're coming and they're coming. Despite him calling out and saying, I'm here watching for God, they're still coming. So then what does the person say? What does the Aryeh, the lion, the powerful, the strong person in God say? The watchman that Ishayahu was told to tell them to set up and watch? Nafla, nafla bavel. Babylon, the old Babylon has fallen. You're coming and attacking us like you think because Babylon fell? All of her idols, they were crushed. They were crushed to earth. They were pisilim. They were just idols. They were worthless. They were useless. That's why Bavel fell. But we are different. I am standing here because I am different. Medushati, the Pasuk says, Uben Grani, the essence of my soul, the grain that I thresh, the product of my threshing floor is different. Asher Shomati I am standing here because I am telling you what I heard from the God of hosts, the God of Israel. That's how I, why I'm talking to you. That's where I'm coming from you. I'm not coming to you like those people in Babylon that were praying to gods that were useless and worthless idols. I am standing here guard for God. 
This is the message he should give to those people and those tribes that are coming, those people that are out there in the Midbar Yam, because this is how the word of God will be spread even beyond the known civilizations to those people and those tribes that are beyond. Thank you so much for listening to this 21A. Looking forward to having you together for chapter 20 for the chat 21b as we complete the study of this chapter